Yeah, exactly. We're recording now, man. I've, I've got this four-step process down. So that seemed really fast. Like I said, I was gonna go get a snack, you know, do some things because I That's knew we had a while. Said. <laughs> it probably got caught on here because I think it said recording when I did yeah. say piss. I did yeah. say I was gonna go piss. Yeah, potty mouth. Now we're uh, gonna have an explicit rating. Is that is that word? Is that word still a problem? I mean, you know, I, I don't like know. They say I mean, the S word all the time on TV now and stuff. Yeah, we've we've been pretty good lately, you know. Like there for a while, we kind of there for a while we we were kind of letting them fly, but um, well, we talked about said, yeah. Well, I think once we kind of found out that we have kids listening, we probably like our kids. Yeah, it <laughs> seems fair. At so least like, you're... Uh, uh, maybe not. Uh, yeah. We'll keep it keep it PG. Um, oh, why don't you say it this week? Since we've already just kind of got into it, you do it. Why don't you do it? Go ahead. Oh, are you Come sure? on, you can do it. All right, all right. Welcome to Two C's with a pod. Oh, man. You ever hear of Wally Pip? Yes, of course. I just got Wally Pip, didn't no. I? I'm never going to be able to... I took one week off from, from doing the intro, yeah. and people are going to be like, man, Matt did that so much better. Oh, and next thing never. you know, 2,131 straight of these things, you're going to be doing it. It never, no, that did not feel right to me at all. I mean, it's like when you, you know, try on someone else's clothes or you, you know, it just doesn't feel, feel right. Drive someone else's car. You know what I mean? It just doesn't feel like yours. So. Um, notice that uh, I think we may have to, we might need to change the name of our podcast to Andy and Matt hate all fast food establishments. Um. Yes, because so I, I've. What's your. Uh, I was scrolling through Twitter and saw that you, uh, yeah, you're not a fan of the Chick-fil-A. Tell me I why. Have beef, I have beef with the chicken joint. Now, here's what I want to say, okay? I want to say this, and I want to be very clear about this. They have delicious chicken. Like, I don't know how they do it, okay? I agree with the many folks, I think, out there. It, I mean, I, I just, it's, it's so good. It's the sauce, okay? I mean, we literally, I, well, I don't, I don't know that I want to admit this in public. Uh, maybe that's I, I, okay. I've admitted a lot of things on here. Uh, we we buy the sauce at the store, okay? I put the Chick Fil A sauce on so many things in my life, and so I want to just get that out now because that that will at least allow me to to feel better about the very hypocritical statements I'm going to make after this. Now, what I hate Chick Fil A for is is multifaceted. One is support for things that I politically just don't understand or agree with, which is things like ending gay marriage or trying to stop gay marriage, things like this, or, you know, doing things to, you know, that are very kind of right of, of the world or, you know, kind of, I don't know how to explain it, but just, you know, that end of the spectrum. Here, uh, let me see if I can sum it up in one word. Republican. Yes, I guess. I mean, I, I would say Got it. I, I don't know that they like explicitly support Republicans, but what they do is support organizations and things that that do and support organizations that have a tilt against some things that I, I don't I have no interest in supporting. But I am a weak, weak person. OK, and if you make a great sauce, I'm a condiment guy too. love my condiments. I'm a big condiment guy. Got to have all the sauces. Um, where you at on the uh, where you at on raising canes? Big thumbs down. Don't really. Under, don't okay. You explain to me. I mean, we've got all these conversations going on. 
we got to at least think no to that, that we can talk about raising canes because that's a conversation me and Deanna have all the time of like, what is up? Why do people like this? So you apparently are someone who does. I like canes. I do like canes. You're a canes guy. So I like canes probably for the same reason why you like Chick-fil-A. Uh, I like canes for the sauce. Sauce there. Okay. I like so the sauce. Tell me more. See, I don't, that's maybe an area I haven't explored. With I like the sauce. I like the sweet tea. Oh, I'm a sweet tea guy too. Maybe I need to give it another shot. So I don't know. Now they're chicken. I mean, it, to me, chicken's chicken, right? See, but that's the piece. But it's like, the sauce. I, that, right. No, and I get that. And maybe that's what I need to really go into it with that attitude. And and I, it seems that would fit me. It feels right. Yeah. Well, but, the other thing too that I like about canes is they hate family. They are not a family. They're anti-family. Okay. Anti-family. Excellent. Okay, so then they're kind of the opposite spectrum. Well, you're Chick-fil-A then. You're mad about this. Uh, it was a car oh, advertisement, right? Oh, yes. No. I thought you meant just like the pro or anti-family just in general, but I'm going, oh, yeah, no, I'm kind of anti-family. No, but I, I'm upset at Chick-fil-A. Yes, and, and we can kind of circle back to that because I'm upset at Chick-fil-A, again, for those very important reasons. Like I said, politically, the things that they contribute to, I don't agree with. But I don't like, in particular, this current commercial that they have. And our good buddy, the great went, Kevin's been on the show. You know, we, I, I, he had the same thought today. And me and Deanna had had the same conversation where I watched this commercial where this, these, there's two employees, young employees, old enough to drive, but don't barely look it, but everybody, like anybody under 20 looks 14 or, or below to me. Like any, it, it, in some ways, anybody under 30 now, anybody under 30 looks like 17. Anybody like under 20 is in middle school. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I have no range of like how, I think it's an age thing. I guess that I hope I'm, that's what I'm chalking it up to is the older I get, I can't really like differentiate there. But these are two young, very young, you know, I, 17, 18, would we're you say? We're just going to call them 17-year-olds. No, let's we're going to call them, let's call them 19-year-olds. Let's call them 19-year-olds. I think for the, what we're going to, the conversation, yeah. that's probably good. So they're 19-year-old kids. They are working at Chick-fil-A. And one of them has been gifted or has won a car. Is this correct? That, that's yeah. one of the things I didn't, they end yes, up with. I a, believe, I believe one, won a car. One has won a car. Yes. This teenage person who's we're going to at least say they're teenage still 19 then says well i don't need this car i'm going to donate and give this car to my friend who just happens to be an employee with me at chick-fil-a and then it then it ends on this concept of we're a big family here at chick-fil-a and i my big thing is this when you start talking about family to me at, in my workplace i i absolutely shut off i mean i'm like i am so agitated at that point that whatever you say from that point on you say the f word okay i i am so furious another f word that i cannot hear you anymore because i feel that that is one of the grossest things that we've done in our our society and we've done it to ourselves is convinced it's this is this concept of like we have to work and we have to work all the time and our family even is work. And that's where we find our friends. And that's where we find the people we give cars to and stuff like that. And I, I am just absolutely just blown away at why this is acceptable to us and why we have kind of turned us ourselves into 
robots in some ways for for large corporations and things to 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 and it's manip I feel manipulated if that makes sense because I know you're not my family and I know you don't consider me my family at any way you you when it will come down to it you will cut me and you will when it's budget cut times when it's time to do whatever it is you won't treat me like bros and sisters and 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 fathers and mothers and aunts and uncles you won't you will you will cut me right so well, i mean 50% of marriages end in divorce so i mean in that respect you know family is you know hey i'm cutting you <laughs> look as, uh, as, as my wife uh you know look we're, we're gonna just go in a different direction uh we're trying to get younger um exactly you know, it's, we're, we're we're really into rebuilding mode uh we want you to We've really out. changed philosophies in some ways and you don't really fit ph yeah, philosophically you, right yeah, now where i'm at the system that we're trying to run anymore uh yeah we run the four three and i gotta be honest with you, you you're too expensive uh we feel like we can uh feel like we can get better value uh, right. You know, we, we want to go younger. Uh, really can't afford to pay you what you need. Uh, you know what you what you deserve. What you're warranted. I'm gonna tell you that. I, I, I think. I'm sorry. I, I'm I, was, sorry. No, I, I got. I got. You were so good, and that's so amazing. But and that's the fun of of it. But then the also the seriousness of it in in my sense. Like, if I I'm, I'm an agent of a, of a, of an athlete. Okay, that's the first thing I'm telling my my guy. I'm like, they're gonna talk a lot about family. They're going to talk a lot about community and the locker room here and how much they want you to be a part of it long term. And they want you to buy in and they want you to do all these things. And I want you to absolutely put those things in one very, very small compartment of your head. OK, the part that on Sunday. Right. Makes you play that extra bit for the guys around you, for the, for the dudes that you're playing next to. OK. And the other bigger parts of, of your brain, the other 90 percent. Okay, that's 10%. The other 90% of your focus needs to be on ways that you can maximize the money and the profit that you can make off of what you have of this career and this time. This is a short time of your life, you know, to make it. And so anything that don't get hypnotized, don't get bamboozled in some ways by the words family and how much we love you and respect you and all those things. Don't do it because those are the words of the folks that if they really aren't your family, okay, then they're, they're, they're trying to get one over on you. So specific to Chick-fil-A though. So you, you don't, you don't like that. They, at the end of those commercials, you're like, everybody here's family. I think Kevin, it, Kevin's, uh, his tweet was basically, why don't you pay this person enough to buy a car? Also accurate, but yes. Okay. I know, I know that's something that we digress on. Um, but I think. Cause I, I'm also going to bring up another example of something that you retweeted a little later. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Chick, Chick-fil-A, oh, I'm sure I've been hypocritical. That's yeah. I, I, again, I, I want to preface that that was the first thing I said, right. Is that there's a level of hip, hip, hypocrisy. Okay. Like no one can be ideologically pure on everything. I mean, you do what you can. Like sauce gets me. I mean, that's sad, you know, but that's where I'm at, you know. But like I'm I'm less concerned about the – again, the big thing for me was the family deal. I hate the family word, and I remembered that commercial, okay? Now, do I philosophically agree also with what Kevin's argument is, which is – and I would also say that Chick-fil-A is probably one of the most successful companies – in 
in America. And one of the reasons that they're successful is their incredible customer service, right? And those kids work very hard and they do put out a good product and quality. And so my argument would be yes, is that if 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 the assistant if the if the assistant regional manager makes two hundred thousand dollars a year, then every employee at that place should be able to make fifty thousand dollars a year, forty thousand dollars a year, thirty-five thousand dollars a year. So, so, so year. Let, me, so, let me ask you something: How many assistant regional managers do you think there are? Shouldn't be a million, but there is a bunch. A How bunch. many? Give me a number. Uh, so many is my guess. I mean, if, if there's Chick Fil A's, I don't know. I, like. A large amount. So a regional. Uh, so just so we're clear, a regional manager is going to be somebody that is over, say the. Uh, well, let's just call it Kansas. Kansas and Missouri, is sure. a region, right? So, let's say. I don't think they would be that that big. I don't know though. Maybe I'm wrong. I just think there's so many Chick Fil A's. I mean, maybe in some places, maybe maybe with some corporations and some franchises. Well, okay. Maybe, let's say there's maybe let's say there's thirty. Missouri. Let's say there's thirty. I think that's a crazy manager. low number for me. I mean, do you Assistant think you can manage managers? Yes, there's 30. To me, there's I can there's 30 Chick Fil A's like within 100 miles not, of here. But that's not a, a regional. That's not a region. Yeah, that's a franchise. That's a single location. Right. So for, our, for our argument, so for our purposes, let's, let's level set vocabulary here. So oh, I have no idea what a, I need this vocabulary. A single site is a site. Sure. Okay. Sites make up districts. So let's say that there's 50 Chick-fil-A's that make up a district. Districts mm -hmm. make up regions. Okay, so let's say that uh, 10 districts make up a region. Okay, I'll drop okay, it down. Regions make up – that. now that's the way that it, it worked at H&R Block. No, that makes so, total sense. So, so I'm, I'm going to – sorry, let me get my vocab back down then. What okay. I'm saying is, is that I can guarantee you that district managers – so I'll take yeah. region out. A district okay. manager that a district manager makes every bit of one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay, and I'm going to tell you that there's a shit ton, sorry, a poop ton of district managers in the their their corp their company. And and then ultimately, what I'm going to say is is that the bummer of all this is that I'm sitting here hitting up the poor district manager, right? When all of a sudden we're going to talk about okay, seventeen year old. 18 year old kid at chick-fil-a working is making let's ballpark at the lowest let's go like twenty four thousand or something like i mean that's i mean at the highest well hold know, on i mean i don't know so that kid's probably not making that much because that much. keep okay. in mind it's keep in mind well, that's it's staffing no i know let's give him high end let's let's just make that the highest end if that makes sense you know what i mean like i don't know if that's the highest end or whatever so even if it went from like twenty four thousand to all of a sudden if you're a district manager, you're making a hundred and fifty thousand, right? And then, which is a large gap, and to me is too much. But then all of a sudden, you're you're you own the place, which again I know is, is quite an accomplishment, right? And all the, the things you've and done and an to, investment, so, a, a capital I, investment that uh, you put money in. You didn't just show up with a resume in hand and say, "Hire me, please." That's not how I would say that's not how some places have started. Like Ray Kroc is a perfect example of a guy who walked in and and basically stole an idea and well, a well, and a well, successful set, thing. Set that aside. Set that aside. <laughs> Ray Kroc would be what in my world what we considered a peg, a pegger. Right. Right. Oh, so wow. Ray Kroc infused money into McDonald's and grew the brand. 
to capitalize uh, on his investment. So, but let's set that aside. So, have you seen if, the movie Ray? No, good movie though. You should you check me it out. out. But if you, if you have, I think you should take the owner off the. I think you should take the owner, the franchisee, okay. out okay. of the equation, Fair. Uh, because the franchisee. Uh, bought. I don't in. have him in here though, do I? I don't have the. Well, franchise. you're saying the franchisee makes this much money, right? No, I'm talking now, about the corporate. I'm not talking. I'm sorry. I went the franchise door. Own. I went. I'm sorry. When I say own, I mean own Chick Fil A. Okay, I'm so like franchise or Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. The franchise or is the owner. That what the franchise or makes is a they take a percentage of revenue. Right. Each dollar that is sold by the franchisees, well, they kick that up. Some places or some places you can get like a set amount too, right? I mean, I don't know. The vast know. majority of franchises, you're kicking up royalty. And it's gotcha. going to be anywhere from 2 to 7%. Right. So if one of those things makes, if let's say each one of those revenues, let's say Chick-fil-A is a 5% royalty and it revenues, uh, revenues, 5 million a year. Right. Okay, so 5 million times 5%. Is going to get kicked up to the corporate office to fund advertising, the corporate people, you know, all the all the overhead that is associated with with the brand. Now, let's for argument's sake say that there are fifty of these assistant regional managers making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars each, right? Oh, I I think that's such a low number, but all right. okay. How many? How many do you think there <laughs> I don't are? Know. I just think Chick Fil A is such a huge and ubiquitous thing. Like it is literally, it's not even a regional, like big regional chain. It's a national, massively successful chain. You know what I mean? Like it's it's literally a McDonald's. You know, and so part of me is like the numbers we're talking about just are astronomical, and that's why like a district manager of of a Chick-fil-A is going to have, it has to be like a smaller area. So there's more of them, of them total, because there's so many restaurants and stores you would have to be in charge of. If you, you know, or say in a district, you know, that has, you know, is this small area. Let, I, me, I, put, I, let me put it into comparison. Let me put it into comparison for it. I just looked at, up how many there are. There's 2,774 on a quick Google search. Right. Okay. At the height when I was working there, there was over 15,000 H&R blocks. Right. Chick-fil-A is not big. Uh, uh, okay. So does that mean they, they're, does that mean they can take care better of their comp, their employees or, or less better? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. Well, so the interesting thing is because it's a, uh, but H&R block is a different kind of company to me. Well, I mean, okay. You, you just said that they're, you also said that they're, um, that they're McDonald's. Well, they're okay. So in McDonald's, there's 13,000. So there's six times McDonald's. Right. But what so, I'm saying is, again, so, okay, so what? So it's the franchisees that take care of the employees, not the right. franchisor. Okay. So again, so, so let's make now, here's well, the other let's thing. Put them in the family that, then. Okay. So the so, franchisee is the dad, right? So the franchisee the family. Is, well, let's look at it as a. Well, that's what they say, right? And that's my problem. So okay. dad, dad, right, is the franchisor, right? And he, boy, all of a sudden, man, times are tough. People aren't, they don't like chicken anymore all of a sudden, and they don't want Chick-fil-A, right? Or something is happening that, boy, the bottom line is falling down. Now, daughter and son down here in our family, you know, they're out here working, you know, hard for franchisor, for dad, doing all the chores, working hard. Now, 
They have nothing to do with whether people like chicken or not chicken anymore or whatever it is. You know, I'm just curious how often, how often dad in that kind family says, you know, wait, wait a minute. I'm going to take less money. I'm going to keep working and making less money. I know you're going to say he's already making less money because he's making a, a, a percentage on the thing or whatever it is. I'm just curious how many sacrifices that are made by dad to make sure that daughter and son are, are, are ultimately taken care of. Like they have a car because that, isn't that what a dad would do? Wouldn't a dad, you know, try to, I'll work two jobs. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do what I can to make sure you have what you need. You know what I mean? And so again, so maybe this, I was in dad's position less than right. a year ago and I had employees that had car troubles and had not, you know, other, other monetary issues. Yes. Dad had some monetary issues as well. As he would. And That's so. Right. But what I'm saying, Andy, is that did well, you consider them family? I mean, did you really consider them family? Was it something that ultimately you're like, and and if you did, Andy, I'm just going to tell you that that's why you are a different person. And so I, no, I, would, I, I wish, and I, I, again, you should be in charge of a multi-million dollar corporation because you would take care of your people or at least the best not, you could. Not every single one of them because the, the math that I was going to do is let's say that there's 2,773 uh, a good four. friend of ours, by the way, who now has about eight restaurants that we've yeah. talked about on this show. Sure. Uh, no longer knows all of his employees. Oh, no. Okay. So if I had 2,773. He doesn't call him family, I bet. I and bet they, he's beyond man, that. Man, I'll tell you what. They they teach him. They treat him like family until they until they don't. You know, because sometimes you get that family members that take advantage of your kindness. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. So, like, so that's if, the problem. They aren't daughter... talking about real families. If they're really saying, okay, actually, you're right. We are totally like a family here. You know, like your sister who would totally steal your shit when you weren't looking. Or like your right. brother. Yes. Who would... There are family members, that sons and daughters <laughs> that are stealing your shit when you're not looking. I know. Well, so, then, just so you know, on Chick Fil A, if there's an average of thirty employees per per location, that's eighty three thousand employees. There's no way that any one person could take care of eighty three thousand one hundred and ninety people. Know them by name. Know their challenges. Know their struggles. Here's what I would say about an employee that can't afford a car. Okay, if you're working at Chick Fil A and you're making fifteen bucks an hour. Um, are they making 15 there? Cause I may go and work there. I don't care. I don't have no morals. They're at least making in, in Missouri. They're at least making 1075. Okay. Okay. Here's, here's the reason why Chick-fil-A has great customer service. They're, they're overstaffed hundred percent. So they're, they're overstaffed so that they can have brother run out three miles down the road to get you, get your order taken exactly. through at that drive. Get that iPad and get you yeah, taken he gets, care of. He's got his iPad out. So, um, no, Again, it's just the corporate and, – and this is my cynicism, Andy, too, okay? And this is why, like, you have to be careful in my profession. You have to be careful in a lot of professions. I think it's different in a – obviously, a corporate – a little bit different in the corporate world, you know, because it's, it's – but it does. Every decision affects people in some ways, you know? When, you're, right. when, when things affect children, it, it's a little bit heightened, you know, in some ways, and it's like a little bit more – you have to be, to me, just that bit more self-aware of what's going on, you know. But, like, I just don't like to be lied to. You know what I mean? Like, if Chick-fil-A, I swear to God, I, I would be on here retweeting everything they did. Now, 
not probably it's impossible in today's not for the politics but i'm saying but hold on i I, if they got on there if they really had an ad account that said i'm ready for hire me corporations big hire me mcdonald's i want someone to get on a commercial say listen you need a job i'm gonna give you one i'll be fair you'll make some money here you go that's a great segue right into the retweet that you had actually because there was a guy that you retweeted shortly after after this it said we pay minimum of seventy thousand dollars a year we give benefits you know what i'm talking about yes we give benefits we give blah 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 but what was what was it that he said we had two thousand five hundred and forty applications for for what 72 jobs 72 jobs right okay so he is giving 72 people 72 people the opportunity to work for this company that's it why doesn't he give the other 2,740 people a job? Well, he doesn't say how much the company's, what is the company? I mean, but why doesn't they... he give them the job? I mean, that's the question, right? Because he, he's running a profitable company because, yes, he can afford to pay his people because he's not giving 2,740 people a job. I he's guess giving not. 72 people a job at $70,000 a year minimum. Okay. So let's say each of those 72 people. Because it's that's I guess you're arguing against capitalism then to me because isn't capitalism like you you make money and then that's how you're bigger right and then you have more employees I guess I'm confused at this right, argument so like my assumption you have is more employees they, they, they no, are no, not all. So what you're saying then is is that if he could what you're saying then is is that he's just not he's just choosing not to pay two thousand seven hundred and fifty people that he has all the money in the world to do this, that his business is big enough and that he has the work and the time for them to work and all those things to then, to then do that. And I, I mean, I guess what I'm I guess saying, what is, I'm saying is I, I also don't know what his business is, but I also don't think that you can brag and say, I pay everyone $70,000. I give them this time off. I give them this and this and this, because if you're talking about a place that he he's hiring 70 people, in totality, 70 people, and he's paying them. Well, as far as we know, he said he had 70 positions. 70 open. positions open last year, right. okay? Right. And he had 2,500 and some odd jobs, job applicants. Right. And I guess his argument is let's that. Call it, let's say that he had 2,570 applicants. That good, so jobs, good jobs that are being well-paid and that yeah. are being, that have benefits. But and he had that... 2,500 people that he turned away. And I guarantee he didn't talk to twenty five those twenty five hundred people that he turned away and gave him advice on why he turned them away. I would imagine most of them never even got a response from his company. Most of them never heard back. Most of them never got through qualification. Is that the argument? Is that the argument though that he's making? The no, argument, the argument the that argument. I'm making against that the argument that well, the I'm argument, making, but I don't think that's what I think so, he would agree with you. I guess I, I guess he would say that that's the reality of my business, and he would agree with you. What he then would say is is that my business. So, so again, to me, his argument is saying is that well-paid, well-benefited jobs are in high demand. And I have, and I don't know if he's saying that it was 2,200 unqualified people, then that's a whole different thing. Well, but if he's that, saying that 2,500 qualified people for this job that he pays $70,000 for starting off with benefits and all these things, and he was a, and he had that many people because I think his argument is that again, 
is that you're 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 talking about if McDonald's has to have less McDonald's, I guess I don't ultimately there will be a gap to fill in. And I think the socialist world would say, good, less corporations will ultimately allow businesses that are those mom and pops to come back that finally we will actually be able to kind of take the the stranglehold from some of these places away because they start to kind of not be able to pay their employees to and to have five what do we say 13,000 franchises they now have to have you know 2,700 franchises and so the other mom and pop burger joints can actually you know compete and have you know again you got that opportunity to have your own business and and run it like that instead of be affiliated with some sort of awful corporation that's again not your family. And so that's my thing. Don't don't sell me a bill of goods. If you again are using me, it's the system we have. I don't like the system we have. I don't understand why we set it up this way. I don't. I don't. It's this kind of cult of work that I just can't understand and and we live such a short life in our lives. Why have we done this to ourselves? We did it to ourselves, man. I mean, I just don't under I like where in this turn of the of our civilization did we at some point say we're going to make ourselves work 50 60 hours a week for you know set five days a week at least even 40 hours in five days a week of our lives is a ridiculous ridiculous expectation for us to work in life and to be committed to something that is not ours that is not us that is not our family nor is ultimately important that when we are laying on that deathbed will mean nothing to us that we will not look back on and care about in any way and so like that's i guess was my ultimate argument and it's too late it is too late maybe I don't know. I'd love to see if maybe we could work for my kids and my kids' kids' sake to maybe get to a point where they don't have to stress their life away, that they don't have to like work 40 and 45 hours. And that's like looked at as some sort of like badge of honor that you're working so hard and that like, man, he just picked himself up by the bootstraps and just worked 70 hours. And now that's why he's this like, my God, I think about that. And those same people are the same people that die when they're 55. You know, and 50 now because they've 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 worked, they've strived so hard to succeed and everything else. And we put we've set the system up for that. And and so I I do, I guess it's a bigger argument and it's a bigger thing, and it, it's we'll never solve it today, or or I don't think anytime soon in our society, but like it is to me a shame. It's one of the real shames of our life that like this is what we've made for our our, our kind of lives, if that makes sense. And, and I feel like we've made it. We've accepted it at least, you know. And, and, oh, that's, that's just kind of where I'm at. Well, <laughs> so there was a lot to unpack there. A lot. The, I know. Two questions that I was going to ask you is in totality, these are opinion. We don't have we don't have any P&Ls or anything. No, we do. So the 2,773 Chick-fil-A's yes. that we've established may have 30, call it 30 people that work for them each. If I looked at PL between the guy that's paying the 70,000 minimum plus benefits, his total labor cost, and I compare that to Chick-fil-A, who do you think's paying more? Again, I, I, I have no idea. I, I mean, that's the kind of numbers game, Andy, that you're always going to get me in that I, I, I honestly, I, I don't. Because and, uh, there's, there's the, the, Follow up on that is uh, I'll, I'll give you the answer. Chick Fil A definitely pays more in labor than this guy does. Um, sure. So, so when we say, well, who's who's giving now? His people live probably in nicer houses, drive nicer cars, have nicer clothes, have nicer things. 
100%. I would also ask the question of how many people that work for Chick-fil-A would be qualified to go do the work for him? Well, and, and then make the other, that $70,000. They have to be qualified for the job. That was part of kind of, to me, 100%, right? So, accepted argument, but then let's flip it out. So what you're saying is, so, so your ultimate argument would be this, which I guess I, I don't, I guess I understand. And I, and maybe that's where it ultimately comes down to is what you're saying is, okay, here's 72, let's just say 72 people pay getting paid 70,000 a year. Average a well, hundred. Well, even the 72, right? Because, okay, then you say, well, why couldn't you double that, right? Why couldn't you pay 144 people, like you said, or 150, yeah, 144 people, right? $35,000 a year, right? So that in some ways is kind of the argument between Chick-fil-A yeah. and this guy, right? Because you're saying, okay, I'm a bigger, I offer, because I have value too, because I'm giving all these extra jobs that you can't, you're not giving, right? Because you're only giving 72 people this living wage. I'm giving this people, you know, half that. And, but, but again, I, that's the system that has been set up. You're exactly right. I just don't super so, get like. So, if, but, but we've already established that the people that are working at Chick-fil-A, which can we agree that if you were at Chick-fil-A and you're under say 20 years old, that maybe it's a starter job. Oh, 100%. I guess okay. I just don't. Why so, okay. Now, could you make it a career? Could you could you grow within the organization and come in, do a good job and make one of those, you know, ultimately become either a an assistant regional manager or move into a higher paying job? Is that possible? Are there more opportunities there? I'll tell you another story about a friend of mine that he moved from the city to a smaller city and went to work for a family owned company. And the conversation I had with him when he went, as I said, okay, you're 30. Now you're going to be in the same place career wise. When you're 50, you will never have the opportunity to advance past a certain level in that, in that business, because your last name is not the right. same last name as this, right. as the owner. Right. Now, eyes wide open, man. He went into it, and that's that's where he's at. But he knows that he's that there's a certain level he's always going to that he'll never 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 get past. And you know what? If people are wired that way, and that's how they're at, great. But I'm 100 percent wired that way. I just I just want to have I want to have I just want to be paid for what I do, and I want to have benefits. I shouldn't have to have benefits. Because again, that see, that's where the argument comes, right? Is that I'm sitting here going, oh man, this job is so great because it gives benefits. Again, see, we're, we're discounting the fact that we just had a, a conversation about should we even be paying benefits? Why is this concept of benefits? I mean, that's the funny language, right? That's the family language, Andy, right? Benefits. These are benefits. Man, these are the benefits we're giving you. Right, which you ultimately they are robbing you blind, and 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 ultimately think about how many folks, including for a long time myself, were doing jobs just for those benefits. That's right. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have to go work for a big okay. company and a big corporation because gross. They can only get. And I I actually sat in on an insurance presentation this week. Um, you know, I mean, we're talking about group insurance versus ACA, Affordable Care Act, versus individual. You know, there's six or seven different types of, of insurance. But yeah, that's good. 
when people try to compare group insurance that you would get at a say a, a school district, a Fortune 50, a Fortune 500, a Fortune 1000, which, by the way, do you know how many Fortune 50 companies there are, Matt? I assume 50. 50. There's 50 <laughs> companies. I can, That's the math that I can Fortune do. 50s, right? That's the math I can do. Do you know how many Fortune 100s there are? There are? Double, I assume, there, the 50. There's 100. So, yes, those massive corporations are going to be able to give their employees these benefits, cheaper insurance, 401k matches, you know, things like that, all at a cost. Um, now, it, using that same analogy with my my buddy that went to the family-owned store, when I got out of college, I joined a company called Anderson Consulting. And I think there was, when I joined that company, I, I want to say there was, gosh, maybe 80,000 employees worldwide. Yeah. The likelihood of me ascending to the top of that organization, microscopic, right? Sure. My buddy that joined the the firm that had 10 people and his last name wasn't the right last name probably has a better opportunity. Same, right. You can marry in. Of being, well, he's already married, so that would be super weird. But either way. Right. But my point is, is that that company had great benefits, but I, I didn't like it because I was just another, I was a number, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was but employee, I guess that, employee number, you know, X four six three two two. I know, man. I know, and that's and there's that's, no, you know, so so. I, I guarantee you, but that same company was telling you that we're a family here, man. I mean, I we're we're a community and we take care. I no, hope they, not. They, they I didn't hope not. Use that family. Thank you. That's good. No, they didn't use the family. family. But Just here's be the straight up with me. Here's the funny thing: is I am still very, very friendly with all the people that I worked with because. Yeah. It was one of the most miserable work experiences that we all went through. We were all young, out of college, eager, hyper, motivated, you know, all that stuff. And I mean, basically working for peanuts. And right. but we all what they did tell us, what they did tell us all, the the, the Kool-Aid that we all drank is it's like this everywhere. Yeah. It's like I this don't... everywhere. They didn't they didn't preach the family stuff. But the funny thing is, is that when the chips were down and something happened it was those that's that core of people that that rallied around so in many ways yeah it was kind of family but there was no corporate mantra of hey we're a one big family because you work for you know xyz consulting company you, you're a you're part of the family you know they'll say yeah. things like that but uh, and maybe we can touch on, you know, I know we're up on it on time, but, you know, and that goes back to, you know, the concept of 401ks, you know, and back when, I mean, we did have a time in this country where there was a thing like a pension, you know, and there was, there were things that were guaranteed and, and people lived. Uh, yeah. And, and the, the sad thing is, is that our, our economy shifted from a labor economy to a service economy. And I, I think that if you, you know, I think I've used the analogy of, you know, if you own, if you were a typewriter salesman, how, how well would you be doing, right? You have to evolve and adapt with, as times change. And I mean, I, I don't know where my career, I, I was actually thinking about a friend of ours, you know, when I talked about that company, um, this person, we graduated at the same time and they went to work for a company that was to use, I used to do a lot of corporate challenge stuff. And in corporate challenge, you would have A, B, C, D, E, F, 
on down alphabet letters based on how big you were. Right. And I remember when they went to work for this company, they were like an E or an F. <laughs> right. Okay. And the company that I went work to work for was like a, now it was only your, your Kansas city uh, yeah. employee base that counted. So, sure. and I think I was like maybe a C or a D like, and then when I was at H and R block, H and R block was a B. Okay. And then this person, all of a sudden it's like F D B A. And they're still with that company. And I always wonder, like, I wonder what my, because I Accenture lost the contract. So the consulting gig, we, that was a fun firing. They brought us all into the conference room of a double tree hotel. Yeah. We got a meeting oh, requested 8am that said, sure. you need to be at this oh, double tree hotel nice. at five o'clock. You know, and we're like, oh, I'm busy. It's like, nope, you're not busy. Your, your schedule's been cleared. Be here at five. Guy gets up and he's like, uh, we lost this contract. And uh, so when you roll off your project, you're terminated. Oops. Okay. Oh. So then, you know, go to H&R Block and dot, dot, dot. You know, we, we land where we land. You know, where three of my last four days at my corporation jobs have ended with, hey, man, we really like your work. Really like you. Everyone really... You get along well with every dot, dot, dot position, your family, <laughs> your family position elimination though. Right. So, so I, I went, you know, it was after the, it, it only took me three times to realize that I'm not going to be like my dad and sign my new hire and my retirement papers on the same day. Yeah. That it's a shame, but it's that it is not going to happen. That it is that our culture is no longer built for, I'm going to go work for this company. I'm going to work for them for 30 years. I'm going to retire from them. I'm going to have a pension. They're going to take care of me. Mm. It, it simply doesn't happen because the other thing is, is there's so much movement that at one of my stops, one of those last days of, we really like you, you're blah, 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 all that. The year before I was a CEO award winner given to the top 50 employees in the company. And this was, by the way, not a, this was not a 52 person company. This ain't the F. This it was a fortune. It was, it was a fortune XXX company. Right. One year later, I was, I was shown the door. What happened? The guy, the director that put me up for this award moved on to a different company. A new vice president comes into my, my organization. Doesn't like me <laughs> out the door. Right. So, so I could have, I could have made a career there. I could have been there for forever, but there's always these roadblocks and the, so, yeah. so when you talk about 401k and pensions and stuff like that, man, if there's any advice that people want to take from this is do your own, get a good financial advisor, get a good accountant, get a good attorney, get good professional people to take care of your money because your company's not going to take care of it. Mm. Like you got to, you got to take care of yourself I'm gonna, because I'm, I promise you, there's not a company out there that, it, that will, that will sign you up and say, I'm going to sign you to a 30 year contract. And by the way, that 30 year contract that they're going to sign you to wouldn't be worth a piece of paper because that company could go out of business tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, what I'm going to do, this is my personal advice out there to the two C's as we wrap up here. Um, all the folks out there, I'm going to, I go personally for me, my retirement plan is the Austin uh, plan where I now am taking all my money and um, stashing it in the walls of my bathroom. Um, and that is where I am going to go ahead and 
invest it in some ways. I think it's the safest place for it. So Matt also wants everybody to take their salary in Bitcoin. Yes. Oh, all the all the coins. Yeah. Absolutely. Skybucks. Yeah. Uh, Dogecoin, crypt, all the See, crypto. You know, NFT. here I was giving good, real, rational advice, and you're over here. Bathroom walls, NFTs. <laughs> Look how easy that was. Like, if anybody needs any, again, if you want to pay me for that advice. Yeah. You know what we need know. to do? We need to cut this last few minutes and put it at the front and actually just cut everything that led up to this. That should be yeah. the episode this week. 100%. All right, man. Well, I'm sorry that, uh, sorry for my schedule snafus um, this week, man. So, uh, love, I love all uh, y'all. And, yep. So, we've, uh, all right, man. Well, we're hoping for that special episode. This was not the special episode. Uh, that will come. We're hoping for the special episode next week. I, you know, I had some trouble getting. It was really more me because I just had some had some personal things taking priority over two C's. Um, which just so we know, for me, family does come ahead of two C's. Exactly. <laughs> we, are, we are a family here. Uh, uh, oh, right. An, ex an extended family, but uh, as part. I of would our give extended, you a car, though. I yeah. would give you a car, though. Thank if you. I could have a free car and you needed one, buddy, I would give you one. To sell you well, that. I mean, there was a time where I, I needed a car and, you know, I had to drive that 93 Ranger when that guy oh, took my car, you know. Why didn't I give you my but car? But my family member did give me car. that car. Right. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't some, you know, so anyway, employee. But we think uh, we think that family issue that, that we had, a little medical scare, is uh, it, we, we've turned the corner. Um, just needed a, needed to delay the uh, the recording of two C's for for a, a day or so so we, we apologize getting it out late and uh there was just no way with all the variability and fluidity that i could do the uh the special special episode that and i want to do that one right so yes. it deserves it it needs special <laughs> it needs to be special all right buddy well i'm off to uh teach uh, a bunch of uh, first and second grade girls how to play basketball so godspeed <laughs> see ya see ya <laughs>